at the end of the day, we want to turn these broad topics into niche attention. We want to convert intention into attention for business. We've got some hey, this is Fonzie, and yes, there's no Luisa today, before. and welcome to the Content is Profit podcast. In here, you're going to get the insights, accountability, and drive to create consistently and increase revenue. You'll hear from top entrepreneurs, creators, and anything and everything you need to know about content. All this while having a good time. The goal of this podcast is simple, entertain, educate, and turn your content into profit. Ooh, let's go. Guys, another solo episode. And by solo, I mean 100% solo because my brother's not here today. He is being super dad. His wife is out in Europe enjoying life. She's like, I'm going to take a break from this whole madness. And she left him with the two babies. So I had to carry the whole company in my shoulders. You know, I'm a little sore right there. I've been carrying everybody. But today, we're going to have an incredible time. We're going to be talking about leveraging trends to generate top of funnel attention. Who doesn't want top of funnel attention, huh? I'm sure you do. We do. And I'm pretty sure every other marketer out there wants a lot of top of funnel attention. But before we start, guys, please don't forget to hit the follow, subscribe to the podcast. And if you're not following us in social media yet, please make sure you go to at Go whether that is on Instagram, Facebook, whatever you you consume your social media and follow along for the journey as we also drop some of the golden boulders in there. Also, please, if you find today's episode helpful and help you move one step closer towards your goal, please don't forget to share this episode with somebody that you care, care about. And of course, don't forget to leave a five-star review. Awesome. So let's get this party started, guys. Let's talk about trends and how we can leverage those to bring more attention to our services, products, right? Again, specifically, that's a tough word right there, specifically talking to the B2B community here. How can we leverage other trends to, again, bring traffic? Now, why am I talking about trends? Well, I got this email by the published press. If you guys are not following them, make sure you do. They're absolutely amazing. And they were talking about this YouTube channel. The name of the channel is literally new channel that they challenged themselves to grow from zero subscribers to 10,000 subscribers in just one week. And I love the little case study that they got going on there. They actually managed to do it in one week. They actually went from zero subscribers to 13,000 subscribers. Now, I will say this. The person that created the channel already had a pretty big audience, which I am certain that did play a role in it, in the growth of the channel. But that being said, you know, the strategies, the tactics that he used to you know increase the size of his following in this new channel is actually legit and i think it can be applied 100 to b2b businesses so that being said let's start first of all by defining what is what is a trend right well what is a trend first of all for it to be a trend there needs to be attention interest around a specific topic and not just interest from a few group of people but from a lot people, right? A little bit of a broad audience. A lot of people are talking about it, right? If you are living in the US, you know what's trending in here, right? All these 
political issues and challenges they're trending all the time people are talking about all these things right so that is element number one what is element number two intent people are actively searching for the topic right so again going back to the political scene people are searching to educate themselves to find opinions of you know the experts on the topic the people that they may follow they want to know more so we got attention, interest, and we got intent search. And what is the third element that makes something a trend? And it is action. People start talking about it, sharing about it, commenting about it, right? And eventually, exponentially, actually, it just starts growing and growing and growing until it reaches that status of something being a trend. Now, are there specific numbers that define, hey, if it hits X amount of views, it is a trend. I don't think so. I think just to become a trend, it has to exponentially grow at a fast speed from in a, in a, in a very constrained, limited timeline. For example, right? Let's say something happens on Monday and by Friday, everybody's talking about it. I think that is a trend, right? I'm going to use an example of... A creator on YouTube. Her name is Emma Chamberlain. I don't know if you're familiar with her, but she actually stopped publishing for a few months and she actually came back last week within hours of her first of her video being uploaded. She had millions of views, right? That is trending. People were talking about her in newsletters, right? Everywhere. So other people that were consuming, you know, third party, uh, you know, content creators, let's call it that way, third party content creators. People started referring back to Emma and started going and searching for her and then talking about her being back on YouTube. That is what I consider a trend. Now, what is the goal of writing the trend? What do we want to do? Why do we want to hold on to these waves of topics? Well, very simple. Generate top of funnel attention. It's not about immediately converting people into customers right? It's about generating top of funnel attention of the right person, right? The right prospect. We want to talk to the right person. So now that we know what is a trend and what is the goal of us riding that wave, riding that trend, why don't we dive into a few examples here? Example number one is the one that I, the little case study I share with you, right? Of the new channel, Again, I find it hilarious that they actually called this new channel. They actually leverage the attention that was that another YouTuber was generating. His name is Ryan Traham, and he actually created this series on, I think it's a 30-day series, if I'm not mistaken, where he takes one penny, and only with one penny he has to make his way across the country to meet another one of the biggest creators on YouTube, aka Mr. Beast. We've talked about him a few times. So this guy has been doing this for like three weeks now. My brother is actually obsessed with the series. Every day when he goes to eat lunch, he plays the video of Ryan Traham. Ryan Traham is literally publishing a daily video of him going across the country to meet this other guy. All started with one penny. So it's he has gathered a lot of attention. So, again, there's lots of interest in this series. Now, after the interest started exploding, people started talking about it, right? There's a lot of action. And then there's 
people on the outside, right, that are consuming other news. It could be Twitter, it could be Instagram stories, right? Whatever they get to know about Ryan Traham. And now there's intent of search as well. They're searching for his videos. And after they search, guess what? They find the videos, they consume it, they get hooked into it. But a lot of people, and this is key right here, a lot of people searching, a lot of people with intent, showing the intent of search, right? That is the demand. And guess what? There's actually a low supply of Ryan Traham videos out there. I mean, you look for Ryan Traham and sure, you're going to find him, the creator and all his videos and his library of content, but you're going to find very few other creators talking about Ryan Traham. And that's the key to leverage the attention of these trends. You need to find something that is trending, that there's high demand, right? Again, a lot of intent, a lot of search intent, but there's low supply on the content at the moment. That is the perfect time for you to take advantage on a trend. Now, if there's no low supply of this type of content that people are, you know, intentionally looking for, does that mean you're going to stop writing that trend? I'll say go for it still. You know, you can always capture a little bit of that marketplace if we want to put it that way. So with Ryan Traham, in this example specifically, there is a high demand for the series, but again, very low supply of videos about him. So the new channel actually decided to hang on to that. And literally in the first week, they started publishing YouTube shorts. Again, this is videos of less than a minute. They published between three and five every single day. And all of them were talking about Ryan Traham, right? He, the, the creator actually was very creative and he used Legos uh, to kind of do a little stop motion movie and talk about Ryan Traham. He also used his videos to make this is very, very clickbaity, but he would make these kind of like claims like, oh, Ryan Traham is faking this. And then when people will click the video, right? Because people are triggered after after listening to that, they click on the video and it's just some that is very sarcastic. It's a very sarcastic video, which now ends up being extremely funny and people talk about it and comment about it. And the more people get interested is what the algorithms show it to more and more people consuming. So that is point number one, leveraging the attention that Ryan Trahan has high demand for the series, low supply of videos around that ecosystem. Then the second point that this guy did extremely well was gamifying his growth. So on the very first video that he created, he said, my goal is 10K followers in one week. Okay, first of all, he is putting his goal out there. He is, you know, crying uh, his goal to the public so he can rally a community, bring them on, whether they want to support him, hate on him. And guess what? That is all engagement. And all these platforms love engagement. And the more engaged you are, the more they're going to show it to other people. So he said, this is my goal. And then to further gamify this, he said, and if I don't accomplish my goal, I'm going to do whatever the top comment on, of this video is. So guess what? Now, he, that is an indirect invitation for people to engage with the video, whether that is they're going to, you know, vote on one of the comments that is down there so they can make it to the top, whether that is write their own comment, whether that is sharing it with somebody so they can vote on a specific comment, commenting on other people's comments. And it's crazy. 
it got so much traction of people engaging, right? Putting challenges that they wanted him to do in case he failed that this video just blew up. And after that, he started leveraging again that attention on Ryan Traham. So again, two key lessons for, from new channel. Number one, leveraging the attention, right? The intent of search, high demand for series and the low supply of the videos around that ecosystem. And number two, gamifying the growth. How do we involve the audience into what we're doing? He called out his goal and then he put a little challenge in there. If I don't hit my goal, I'm going to do X. So very, very important. What is another example that we can look into? There's another creator. And again, I know I'm giving examples. This is a uh, the voice of reason. You might be asking yourself right now, but why are you giving me all these examples of YouTubers? These guys don't sell services. These guys don't sell X, Y, and Z. Right. They don't have a business per se. Well, because we truly believe that the creator economy needs to meet the B2B world. And the B2B world needs to gather inspiration from the creators out there. Because guess what? The B2B content, sometimes it can get very bland, very boring. We all know it, just somebody talking. Let's try to find creative ways to do things, right? So sure, we're not going to potentially just get up and dance and just do dancing TikToks all the time. But I'm sure we can take notes from, you know, what these masters of growth do on their platforms on YouTube. And we can take the lessons and apply them in our business. So let's move on to the next example, which is, again, one of our favorite YouTubers. He actually grew his channel from zero to one million subscribers in one year. How insane is that? And that was last year. And this year, I think he's already around 4 million subscribers, which is mind-blowing. His name is Eric. And what he did, he leveraged the attention that another creator had. His name is Logan Paul. You might be familiar with him. He's a little controversial on there. This guy, Logan Paul, he was trying to get rid of a couch. Like, a, I'm not kidding. It was like a $50,000 couch that he had in his house. And nobody wanted it. Who wants a freaking $50,000 couch, right? Uh, not me. So Eric said, hmm, I see an opportunity here. And he created a full-on series on how he was going to get to Logan Paul's house and buy the couch from him. The series was an absolute success. It had him, you know, kind of like sneaking into events, sneaking actually into Logan Paul's house, through a moving company, all these crazy things just to buy the couch from Logan Paul. And guess what? Since a lot of people were searching for Logan Paul, there was a lot of intent. He was, you know, he was leveraging that intent into his own viewership. Incredible move. Uh, it was absolutely epic. So why can't we learn from there? If you also notice, they're doing series, right? So what type of series can we create? For example, we got Content is Profit. That is our own series, right? We do the show consistently. And that is the other thing. You got to be consistent because you're not going to do one video off of a trend. And, you know, maybe you get a few more views than usual. You get a few more attention than usual. But that doesn't mean that that is the end of it. You need to be consistent above anything. And honestly, I find that crazy. Every time I see an interview about a very successful creator and they ask him, what is your top advice for other people out there, right? Whether that is 
creators on YouTube or whether that is, you know, businesses that are trying to create content. I'm not kidding. Every single time I hear people say consistency, just keep going. If you don't keep going, you're not going to make it. So again, above anything, just be consistent. So at the end of the day, we want to turn these broad topics into niche attention. We want to convert intention into attention for business. I'm going to repeat that one again. We need to convert intention into attention for our business. Remember the three elements of a trend, attention, interest, intent of search, and then action, right? So we are grabbing that intent that people have, that they're searching for all these things. And eventually we hook them with something that is going to resonate for them, right? The niche, and we bring them on. So for example, if I was leveraging Ryan Traham's series on, you know, the penny trip across the country, I would look for a way to talk about that, ride that trend, but at the same time, flip it into a context of content creation and podcasting and leverage, leveraging your platform to build your business. So people that have interest in Ryan Traham, right? And they also have interest in, you know, building their own business through a platform, my message is going to call their attention. So there's going to be a sort of intersection between the trend and the context that you apply to it. And there's this saying that I heard once, I don't, um, I think it was Myron Golden. He says, uh, an idea is as powerful as is context. And the thing with content is that we can add whatever context we want. And yes, I understand that that is very dangerous because that is what's happening with mass media, right? A lot of people are just, you know, adding their own context, taking things out of context, context, and it can be very, very dangerous, right? The fact of misinformation, all these things. But when it comes to business, we can use that ability to use context to actually grab people's attention. So again, we want to be somewhere, we want to create an intersection between people's intention and then our topic, the context that we want them to understand so we can bring them up to our side. So how do we do this? How do we grab a trend and easily create content? And the word is frameworks, right? What are some frameworks that you can repeatedly use every time you see a trend to create content. So I'm gonna give you two, right? The first one is courtesy of the Biz Bros. Actually, more than anything, courtesy of my brother. He's the one that uses this all the time. And he goes about, what did I learn today? How can I apply it to my business? And then let me give it a call to action, right? Very, very simple. So when you learn about a trend, right? You can do a little bit of research in there. You can uh, learn a little bit about that trend that is going on at the moment. And then you can talk about it. Hey. I just learned about Ryan Traham going across the country with one penny on a 30-day series. Guess what? He is using as he's going through his through his series. He's actually interviewing and talking to other YouTubers. He's collaborating with other people. He's getting donations from other YouTubers and making these relationships. Parenthesis here. I'm giving you an example, right? So guess what? He's leveraging his platform to build these relationships and further his reach and grow of his YouTube channel. What if we can do the same with our business? What if we can leverage our platform and collaborations with others to grow our business, right? 
end of example right there. That is potentially how we, Biz Bros, could leverage that trend of Ryan Traham and his series across the country with or topic about leveraging your platform to grow your business. You see how what I did there? So that is framework number one. What did I learn today? How can I apply this to my business and then give a call to action? I personally didn't give a call to action in this example, but imagine at the end, I just add, if you want to know a little bit more about how to build your own six-figure platform that can help you leverage your relationships and turn your network into your net worth, right? Just give me a message and I can help you out. Now, what is framework number two? And framework number two is courtesy of Justin Welch. He is huge on LinkedIn. I really enjoy his post. And he shared this one one day that I was like, hmm, this is very powerful because you can turn just one idea into five different things, right? And we all know that, yes, we do need volume. Yes, we do need quality as well. But guess what? We live in a noisy world and we need volume. And if you want to find that idea, come at me. I'm more than open to discuss about the importance of volume in content. Now, this is what we're going to do. Once you get your idea, a.k.a the trend that you want to ride, we are going to do these five different pieces of content, or you can just pick one of these five if you don't want to overwhelm yourself. Number one is we're going to teach something. So guess what? Through observing Ryan Traham, I can potentially conclude that the power of this is the collaboration and donations aspects that he has of it that are creating a ripple effect through YouTube so he can bring more attention, so I can teach about that. Maybe I can do an observation, right? I can talk about a very specific thing that happened in the series, and I can do the observation, and again, just tie it back to my business. I can have a contrarian thought. Hmm, what can I say that I believe, of course, and within you know your morals and your... Um, and your values don't be lying around there but why can i say that is an opposite point of view that can catch people's attention again that specifically catches a lot of people's attention the fourth one is can i create a listicle right for example oh these are the top five elements of ryan straham's success in his campaign across the country right and then i can list them in there or these are the five elements from ryan straham campaign across the country specifically for B2B podcasters. And then I can name my my teachings in there. And the very last one is analyze. Analyze what is happening. Just go a little bit in depth. So if you want to learn more about this house, about these frameworks, feel free to reach out at Brosco on Facebook, on Instagram. I'm here to help you out and answer any question that you may have. Also, let me know if you enjoyed this type of episodes because We've been listening from a lot of you guys that you guys want to hear more about us and about the things that we're learning. And honestly, I really enjoy doing this type of episodes. I love doing research. I love learning and I love kind of like connecting our knowledge. Again, that intersection, right? Adding our context, adding our knowledge, adding, adding the lessons and experience that we've had to be able to share with you so you guys can learn and move your business forward. So please let me know if you enjoyed this type of episodes. Also, don't forget to leave a five-star review. And with that being said, woo! Oh, I, <laughs> I actually hit the wrong button. You can tell my brother is the one that controls the sounds. There we go, guys. Thank you so much for tuning into Content is Profit podcast. I'll be back with you in two more days. Hopefully we can have my brother back here with me. 
If you enjoyed this episode, please don't forget to share it and, and leave a five-star review. See ya.